0: Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network Podcast. Listen in as we interview small business owners in Portland, Oregon, and the surrounding area. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm going to interview Miss Sophia McKay from Chromos, Cromoisi. Vineyard. I totally screwed that up, but it's C-R-A-M-O-I-S-I vineyard.com. I I know. I'm sorry, Sophia. I totally screwed that up, but... That doesn't matter because you guys need to listen to this episode because Sophia and her family run a very small vineyard here in Oregon. And it's such a pleasure to hear her passion about wine, what kind of wine they make, uh, how they how they decided to do this and their journey. And it truly is a great episode. You guys are going to love Sophia as much as I do. So make sure you check it out. Before we dive into that episode, I need to do a quick marketing minute. For those of you that run a small business, make sure you go to theclicktechnique.com. There you will find a place to put in your email address. And once I get your email address, you'll be subject to, we'll say... (laughs) A series of five emails, one email a day for five days that will help you build a strong digital marketing foundation for your business. So yes, there are such things as having gigantic multi-figure launches and and having never-ending traffic and leads to your small business. And that is the goal we want to achieve. But before you can do any of that, you have to have a strong online marketing foundation. And so many times, business owners see all of these strategies and they get so overwhelmed and they know they should post on Facebook, but what and for whom and who should they email with one? Blah, blah, blah. I know you guys have been there because my customers tell me all the time. So is what you need to do is you need to go to theclicktechnique.com, put in your email address, and I tell you exactly what you guys need to do to build a strong online marketing foundation. This includes what you should spend on Facebook ads, what you should be, how often you should create content uh the the keys into keeping going which is actually what separates a the successful digital marketers from those that aren't successful are those that actually keep going because as our moods change in a day or in a week where we we feel like we want to online market it forever and do a million facebook lives and blog forever there will be a time and maybe in the next hour that you don't feel like doing any of it because uh client work or children or whatever the case may be. So one of the keys to the click technique is making sure that you stay consistent and regardless of how you feel, you continue forward and you do what I've proposed here in the click technique at a minimum. So just go out there, theclicktechnique.com. Put your email in and you'll have you'll be privy to that as well as a as a private Facebook group where you will be surrounded by people just like you trying to make digital marketing work for them. So please do that. That's my marketing minute for today. I hope you guys are all enjoying this beautiful Portland day. Let's hop into this interview with Sophia. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on today. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? Good. So why don't you tell the audience uh, a little bit about your business?
1: Yeah. So our business, the name is Cromwell Sea Vineyard. Cromwell C. Vineyard is located in the heart and fall of the hills of Valley, Oregon. Uh, the Cromwell C. name comes from uh, the French word that means crimson. Uh, we use the crimson clover and that's a pretty... A beautiful crimson uh, flower that we use to um, to um, as a cover crop for our for our vineyards, enable uh, to give nitrogen to the soil. Uh, so we wanted to to use the French name just to respect and to honor where the grape came from a long time ago, and that's why we chose it.
0: I love it. So tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about why you, how, how old have you, or like, when did you start the business and where did it come from and what was the inspiration behind it?
1: Okay. Yes. So it's kind of like, it was, uh, my husband's passion. Uh, he's, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him and a little bit about me so you can see where everything started. So Ryan McKay is my husband and he grew up in Eugene. So he's Oregonian. And he started his passion when he was about 21 years, um, and um, he started working in a retail store in Eugene, and uh, he started learning about all the wines, not not only from Oregon, but also around the world, and he was the one buyer at that store in Eugene. It was a little store, but he was the one buyer, and he started learning a lot about wines, and he started, very, he started getting like very passionate about where the wines came from. Then he moved to San Francisco and I'm going to tell you about me. I was, I grew up in Mexico and um, obviously I wasn't like working in a store or anything like that. I was in a software company and um, and I moved an opportunity to work in San Francisco at the same time my husband was working. And we met and we started talking about things that we both like to share and we both like food and wine. And then um, after several months, we start dating, and he, he brought another date, this bottle of wine from Oregon as a Pinot Noir from one of the vineyards here in the Hills. And I fell in love with the Pinot Noir and with my husband, with Ryan, at that moment. I didn't know about, about uh, Oregon was growing Pinot Noir by then. Um, I thought it was just from France. And... I was just very interested about learning more and Ryan taught me about of where the Pinot Noir came from, Oregon and we started visiting all the areas. So um so I asked Ryan, so what do you want to do when you get older? You know, like what do you see yourself from five to ten years from now? That was in two thousand two. And he says, I I wanna be a farmer. So he starts talking about growing something good about cooking, he's pretty good about gardening and his passion was obviously about wine, so we start talking about having our own little vineyard.
0: Wow. Um
1: So that's what uh, the, the kind of the dream started about his passion for for Pinot Noir growing and farming, and um, and then I just follow him, kind of a thing, and I fell in love with the Pinot, and obviously with my husband, and and we start thinking about where to grow the vine, where to have this place, because obviously we're we're a pretty small family. We have two kids now. And uh, one is 10, the other one is, is 12. And uh, 10 years ago, we started thinking about where to buy a little place to grow grapes. And it took us about 12 years to find this beautiful place in the Dundee Hills. Uh, he started doing a research about where the best wines in Oregon grow. And he knew that it was uh, Dundee Hills, obviously, because where the Pinot Noir started in, in Dundee Hills. And then... The other place that he was interested in was the Ola Hills. And, and, uh, and to be like these two hills are the only two hills that set inside the Willamette Valley. So they're very interesting hills. Uh, we produce really good wines around the Willamette Valley, but these are two hills that are very interesting. Uh, at least we think that. So we, we, uh, we were looking for our place about in 2011. We started getting serious. Um, we used to live in Canada. So by then, the the dollar was uh, higher in Canada and the dollar in the United States was a little bit lower. It was a little bit of recession at that that year. So we thought that that was a great opportunity for us to make the move. And we found 10 acres home uh, on Warding Hill Road is where our vineyard is located. And uh, we, we found this land. It was already clean uh, for us to start planting. So we started planting from scratch in 2012. Wow. And uh, now we're, yeah, now we've been doing this for, you know, 2012 up to now. And we have uh, six, six acres planted uh, Pinot Noir and one acre of Chardonnay. So it's pretty small, but, you know, it's something that we can handle. <laughs> that ourselves. is cool. And you yeah.
0: obviously are, like, fulfill, like living your life as you want to live it. Like, you're outside, you're farming, you're creating something um, that you're obviously extremely passionate yeah. about. That's really
1: uh, an admirable. Yes. Actually, um, my husband, he's he's still working in the software industry. I decided to follow this um this dream and uh, you know I have the opportunity that my husband allows me to do this full-time too because we both wanted to do this full-time but he kept his job and I'm doing this full-time since May 2017 because we have now wines so and we're selling our wines so it makes sense for one of us to to stop working in the software industry and to, to really take our dream and uh, you know and and take it and and start selling our wines and Presenting our label out there and sharing our our passion for, for uh, wine growing. So, yeah,
0: awesome. That is so cool. So, tell. So first of all, when you when you plant a vineyard from scratch, do do you get anything that first year, or does it have to be like nurtured over a couple of years to start getting really quality fruit?
1: Yeah. So the process normally in. Um, in the farming, when you when you grow grapes, normally it takes you three years or four years to get your first real harvest. It's a pretty young vine, so they're not very stable, and so you have to wait uh, three at least three years or four years, depending how they're they're uh, growing, to get your first harvest. So it wow. takes a little bit of time, and I'm and I'm glad you asked this question because how long it takes for you to have a bottle of wine on your table, to sip that wine. Uh, So it takes you, uh, first takes you three years to have your first harvest if you're lucky, if the weather cooperates and your your grapes, they they get stable, as I mentioned. But also then once you harvest, you take those grapes to the winery and uh, start making the wine. And then you keep the wine at least 12 to 18 months in in, in the whole process in the winery. It could be 12 months that you keep them in the barrel. Uh, if you want to keep them more, depending on the style of wine that you want to make. So we have two different wines. One, we kept them in the bottle for 12 months. And the other one, we kept them in the bottle for 19 months at the reserve. So if you make numbers, so it takes you around five to six years to make the Pinot Noir that we have. And then once you have it in the bottle and you have to wait six more months for you to open that bottle at least, what? Um wow. Yeah, so so it takes, a, you know, it takes a while to have really the first sip of that bottle. So there's lots of um it's like a whole history in that bottle. There's lots of hands that intervene with the process of that, not talking only about also the owners or farmers, but also um and, and not only the winemaker, but also all the people that work in in the in the vineyard. So we have a crew, mostly they're Hispanic people. And uh so they touch our our vines. We have fourteen thousand vines right now. So imagine in a whole year until you harvest your how many times these people taught uh, touch our vines. So it's like a whole story inside ah. the bottle that I always talk about it because uh when you drink wine, I I like people to think about appreciating what's in there. It's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing in there that sometimes people, they just drink it to drink it, but it's like appreciation, you know, for what is in that bottle.
0: Wow, that is so cool. So tell me a little bit about the different wines that you have. You said you do uh Pinot Noir, and did you say Chardonnay as well?
1: Yeah, so we plant five acres of Pinot Noir started in 2012, as I mentioned, and two, uh, three years ago, we planted our first block of Chardonnay. So we are more focused on Pinot Noir for now. We have also, we make Rosé from Pinot Noir. So it's the same grape. We just uh, make the Rosé. And uh, we, we are actually going to release our Rosé in two days, in uh, this Saturday, in May 19. We're going to release our first, our very first Rosé. Have you tasted um, it yet? And uh, this. Oh, yeah, it's good. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's what we wanted to have, you know, very clean, very crisp, uh, it's, uh, no sugar residual. So it's dry wine, it's very fresh for it, late spring, summer. Uh, it's very clear in the bottle. So when you see the bottle, like you, like, you want to drink it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it doesn't have too much color, it has just like a little blush. You know of the contact of the skin that he had when he was processing in the in the in the winery. Uh, so I, the 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 date of the release the release party is this Saturday, but actually one of the local places, Red Hills Market, uh, he, they chose us as the winery of the month, and they're selling our rosé by the glass. Um, and it's been very very good for us. People are liking it. They're giving us very good comments. And this Saturday is the big event. Uh, that's for the so cool. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And then we're going to have, so we planted our Chardonnay three years ago and we're going to have the first harvest this year, 2018. Uh, but, but when we go outside and we check up the vines, I think we're going to have a few cases only, like maybe 25 cases. Uh, we're small producers, so we don't produce too much, uh, too many cases. Um, we started, for example, just to give you an idea, in 2014 we started with 25 cases, and last year we went up to 650 cases in those six um, six acres. So it's still pretty small production, right? Uh, we call ourselves small, small producer uh, of um, boutique winery. Wow. So, do
0: you do you produce wine because you love it and you love like because you're passionate about it, or do you do it to to be profitable, or both? No. You know
1: what? So, I think you you have this business because you're passionate about it. Because, to be honest, you don't make any money in few years. So, according to our business plan, people that have. This is small. I don't know the big producers, but I guess it's the same. This is in a big scale. Mm-hmm. It takes you around ten to twelve years for you to have um, any any you know revenues. Yeah. if You want to say so? It's more about passion. It's more about being out there and you know that and love for what you do more than expecting for you to have revenues. So I will say. We do it right now because it's a for what we do, our passion to grow grapes, to, to grow wine, because we call it, we grow the wine. We don't make the wine, we grow the wine. We are um, organic farmers and we are bi- bi- biodynamic farmers. So we put our, all our efforts in the vineyard. So that's why we say we grow the wine. I love it. And um, so you don't, I mean, when we start thinking about all this, people, they were wanting us hey guys, you're you're a very young family. We don't come from families that used to have a vineyard or families that have tons of money that they could give you money. No, we invest our savings that we have from working in the software industry that, that, I mean, pays you very well. You know, the the tech industry pays you very well. But we decided to do this because we love wine. We love food. Uh, You know, we like, we're very social. And uh, we used to buy lots of wine anyway. So, um, so we just wanted to have our small place and grow grapes. And, and then we start thinking about making our own brand and share with people that we know. And, and now, you know, people, they, they want us to, to show our, our label somewhere else. Right. So we have events and we have, uh, wine makers dinners. And we are in local places. Uh, We sell our wines in local places. And we're actually going to start building a little tasting room up in our vineyard. And then that's where we can start maybe seeing some revenues. But we're doing it little by little. Yeah. But we're not doing it because that's the goal. The goal is to make phenomenal wines that we can drink and share. Oh, my gosh. I love
0: it. I love it. So if someone wants to get a bottle or a case of wine, what's the best way to go about that?
1: Yeah, so you can go to my website. uh, It's uh, www.cromwellsivineyard.com. And that's my, you can see my email address over there. So you can shoot me an email and you can come to my place and you can get a bottle of wine. You can also get it at Red Hills Market. That is uh, a local business here in Dundee Hills. Um, we have it in, in some restaurants around here, like uh, Bistro and Tina's. Uh, we're not in a big scale to try to be in other restaurants because we want people to come and see us here. And uh, we can tell them the story and we can share with them the wines. And if they want to get a bottle of wine, we can just give them a bottle of wine. That is <laughs> so know? cool. Or a case. I love
0: okay. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, because I, f- um, and you tell me, I- I'm not in the wine industry, so I don't know, but I would assume like mm-hmm. the logo and the label is a really important piece of the whole, the wine as a whole, not only what's in the bottle, but what's on the outside of the bottle. Is that true? Mm-hmm. And so how long did it take you to make these beautiful... By the way, your labels are beautiful. How long did it take you to make those? Where'd they come from? Did you go through a lot of revisions? Tell me a little bit about that process.
1: Yeah. So the deciding of the label. So first, the, the name. It took us around, to be honest, like two years or three years to come up with a name. When we started planting the vineyard in 2012, we needed to get the name right we didn't have a name outside in the vineyard so, you know we just like how we're gonna name our, our name and to be honest it's more difficult than name your kids uh, because yeah. you have to go through a whole process about you know make sure nobody else has that name yes not only in the united states but also outside the states in other countries because if for some reason, you want to sell your wines, for example, Mexico, that I would like to sell my wines, maybe one day there, just bring some uh, few cases there and sell them to places that I know because I came from Mexico. I have to make sure that that um, that nobody uses that name or similar name. so we went through our whole process of trademarking, um, several lawyers involved, and so that took us about a year um, and before that we about 300 names, to be honest. Wow. I, have a, I have a list with 300 names. We gather with people, with friends, and we say, what do you think about this name? What do you think about that name? And then we were trying to see what that name means, etc. So it took us took around four years maybe to, to start up the name, and uh, maybe three, three years, and then one year to go through the trademarking process, uh, the legal kind of process. Then um, we talked to Several label designers, and we end up going with Courtney Cunningham. Uh, she's um, she's a pretty pretty good. She has very good eyes, and we just talk her. You know what? We chose clemency. We use this cr- uh, crimson clover to um, as a cover crop to get naturally into the soils, and we have these um, kind of drawings about of what we want to express. You know and and then we got together with her, and after six months, she she gave us several ideas of of a label for the bottle. Wow! And and then we start and then we start working about other marketing kind of things, you know, like wine notes and and order forms and things like that. That your logo has to be in there. So we wanted something very elegant, something sophisticated, nothing too too crowded. Just something very simple, but at the same time elegant and it's beautiful that, that people can see and see it yeah yeah thank you uh so yeah i mean it takes it takes a whole you know lots of years for you too. there's to like a that, lot of there's like a lot of
0: love and a lot of like thought and passion put in this i just love it so much
1: yeah a lot of arguments too because my husband <laughs> likes something and i used to like other things so i mean it's that uh, yeah it, it requires lots of love and persistency you know to to get what we have right now, and sometimes we're like, is this okay? Is this is the right thing. So when people tell us, oh, your your label is beautiful, your wines are great, you know, rain, great great good wines, you know, and so we we like that because that gives the validation that we're doing the right thing. Even even though we're very small, I don't know how the big ones do it because we're very small and we put our hands on on everything, and you know, and just. You know, it's just the love. I think it's the love and the passion. I, I will call it also, the, you know, the passion to do this. Yeah. That's a fun yeah.
0: Um, And just, I want everyone who's listening to go out and make sure you check out her Instagram account because it's beautiful. Like the, the pictures you're on your Instagram, those beautiful purple flowers, I'm sure they're not called flowers though, right? They're called something else. The crimson. Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) just the label and everything, like your Instagram account is beautiful. So everyone definitely needs to go check that out and check out the website as well. So, um, it's really cool. What, what a great business. So before I let you go, young lady, I'm going to turn the time over to Mm -hmm. you to tell uh, the audience again, how to find you guys and anything else you want to want us to know.
1: Okay, so we are located, as I said, in the um, soil of Dundee Hills, Willamette Valley. Uh, we are on Warding Hill Road, in where uh, the, the Pinot Art is started. Uh, we're Warding Hill Road, 8670. North is Warding Hill Road, uh, Crown West Sea Vineyard. Uh, we're open by appointment only. And um, so you can call us, you can choose an email and make your appointment, and we will be happy to have you guys over and show you the vineyard where this story started and talk to you about uh, farming process what happens in the vineyard through the year and tell you about the story of the Willamette Valley and the Dundee Hills and of course our wines that's that's important part too uh, but thank you so much
0: yeah it's been a real pleasure having you on the show thank you again for your time thank
1: you so much Lindsay it's a pleasure come come and visit us
0: There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the PDX Small Business Network podcast. If you're a small business in, this, in the PDX area, please make sure to go to the website and you can apply to be a guest on the show. I would love to interview you and your small business. It's so easy. Don't be shy. It's just a phone call and I ask all the questions. All we have to do is talk about you and your amazing business. So make sure you go to the website and apply. Here's a quick commercial for those of you who are small business owners and you're not generating traffic and leads for your small business. Please make sure to look us up at trafficandleads.com for all of your Facebook content marketing, uh, landing pages, email marketing, SEO, pay-per-click needs. Go to trafficandleads.com. I know we can help you. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast or any of the episodes, please share it with a friend, leave us a review on Facebook or wherever you're listening to this episode of the podcast. I would sure appreciate the feedback. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with pdxsmallbusinessnetwork.com.